Sarah and I love and appreciate our partners. You are so wonderful. And recently I got to minister to one of our partners in kind of a personal way. And so she's a very beautiful woman. And God gave me a scripture for her, you know, and it was that you have the mind of Christ. And she cried and cried. I said, why are you crying? She said, because everybody always tells me how beautiful I am. And that, then that makes me feel stupid. But I have the mind of Christ. And I want to leave that with you today. 1 Corinthians 2.16. You have the mind of Christ. And you're beautiful too. Mom, I love that. That's so powerful. And you know, you might be watching and you have a need in your life. You might have a physical need. You might have something emotionally going on. A lot of us struggle with finances. Those are big issues for us. Sometimes we have relationship challenges, but we'd invite you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you, whether you're a partner or not a partner. We just know that God answers prayer, and it's a tremendous honor for us to get to pray for you. And I want to encourage you as well. We have a special guest with us today, and I love this guest. She's written a really powerful book called Sacred Rest. Her name is Sandra Dalton-Smith. And mom's been texting me on this book for like the last week. This is an amazing book. This is phenomenal. This is incredible. What yes. is it? And uh, so I want to strongly encourage you. This guest that we have here in just a couple minutes is super, super powerful. And the importance about this guest is she speaks to every single one of us. Not a person watching. You're not the exception. This guest, this book, absolutely speaks to some of the core needs that you have and oftentimes you won't recognize. So I want to encourage you, just put down the remote control, relax yourself a little bit, settle into this time together because God is going to use this interview to literally turn your life upside down and do amazing things. We're so excited and we want you to come with us to Egypt in the fall. Oh my goodness, Egypt? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to see some amazing things. We're going to see the pyramids. We're going to see the Sphinx. We're going to go on a five-star Nile cruise. Are you kidding me? Who gets to do that? Oh, it could be you. You might get to do that with us. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We have information. We want to pray for you, and we want you to come with us. Plus, Mom, we get to minister. Oh, we do. And that's powerful in Egypt because we get to lay hands on the sick. We have real open doors. And we're going to have a ministry training school. And the more hands we have, the more miracles we can see. And I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to contact us today. You say, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. We're going to put you on a list where we pray. Because you have a rich heavenly father. And he can make a way for you to go. And God needs you in Egypt. We're so glad to have San Sandra Dalton-Smith. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yes, you for yes. being with us. We're so thrilled. Um, now, not everybody in our audience is familiar, kind of, who's Sandra. So can you give us just a quick little thumbnail, background, who are you? And then we'll jump into this phenomenal, everybody needs this book. So, but first of all, a little bit of background. Yes, I'm an internal medicine physician near the Birmingham, Alabama area. I'm a mom of two boys. I'm married to my husband, Bobby, and I've been writing and speaking for the past 10 years now, really sharing with people about how scripture and the science merge together. Mm -hmm. hmm. I love the way you write. You know, sometimes you read a book and think, I don't know if I get all of this. This book really unfolds a rest called a sacred rest, but it has rest for different areas of your life, which I never thought of, you know, social rest. You know, sometimes I have friends, we just get together, we eat and we're silly. 
we laugh and laugh and laugh. And if you were around, you'd think, that's a bunch of idiots. But this is good for us. Yes, absolutely. So share with us about that. Yeah, well, there's seven types of rest, as you mentioned. The ones most people are familiar with are the physical, mental, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. And then the four that most people have never heard of before or not very familiar with are the emotional, social, sensory, and creative. And each type hits a different part of our life. The physical is more about restoring the circulation. So um, it includes things like sleep. That's passive physical rest. And then we have active physical rest, which is about circulatory improvement, which is things like prayer walks or um, exercise. exercise. Swimming. Yes, stretching exercises. Yeah. It's the things we do that are exercise that are not strenuous, but it's more restorative. And then you have the mental, which is about clearing your mental space, getting rid of negativity. I like for people to use scripture and to be able to kind of keep their mind focused on scripture and not all their problems and anxieties and all of those things. Then the spiritual, spending time with God, building that relationship, that intimacy. Social has to do with making time for those life-giving relationships, the people that pour back into you. Emotional being those uh, times when you are able to be truthful, to be authentic, to not hide back the things that you may not want everybody to know. Sure. It's kind of the multitude, the 12, the three. You need those three that you can actually reveal your truth to. Um, and then the, this, um, other, the last two are sensory. Sensory has to do with just the onslaught of our senses that we get, the bright lights, the sounds. You know, a lot of people are constantly surrounded by background noise. Um, I love praise and worship, but we do need to start appreciating silence and being able to, to sit and, and to be in silence. And then last is creative rest. That's the rest we get from appreciating beauty, whether that's natural beauty. A lot of people get that sense of being restored when they're outside in nature, appreciating flowers or the ocean or mountains. And then the creative um, of man-made creations. So things like that's where the music restores some people. And that feeling you get when you're around beautiful worship music and you can feel that calm and that peace. So all seven of them have a, have a role in our lives and really depending on where we pour out within our day determines where we're more likely to get depleted. And you may say, what on earth are the seven? And so Sandra has put these together in her book and you'll be shocked, but you'll also be encouraged. So get the book, call in with your special prayer needs, and we don't counsel, but, you know, we love to pray. But the book, our books, are very important. Rest is sacred. Have you ever thought of that? Jesus said, you know, come apart, let's rest. So must be sacred. He said it. You'll love it. The other thing, too, that I really appreciate in this is on page 211, you start off, or kind of have an, at the end, a personal rest deficit assessment tool mm -hmm. um, so it's to help the reader appreciate understand those seven areas and how did you come up with this tool well as a physician you know the way you're trained is identify diagnose basically and treat and so um, I look at the book as a prescription as if I would give it to anyone else they need to be able to diagnose where the problem's at and so since I can't be there to discuss it with them or to, to walk them through it, I needed to have a, a resource that people could self-diagnose. And that's what the deficit, the rest deficit assessment is, is an opportunity to self-diagnose which of the seven types of rest you might be more deficient in. And then once you can identify which area that you, or areas you may have a problem with, when you're reading, you can focus in on those areas. You can go back and, and focus in on, let's say, creative rest and read about it and come up with some of the tools that you personally need to be able to restore that area. Mm -hmm. 
Self-diagnosis is really good. It is. And I like it, too, because I think one of the things is, is that idea of inventory. Mm -hmm. You're taking mm -hmm. an inventory, a personal inventory. And I think what you're saying, too, is that from time to time, you need to pull away and, and have a little bit of inventory, reflection, yes. assessment. How do, you, how do we do that? Well, that's one of the gifts. That at the end of the book, I talk about the 12 gifts of rest, and reflection is one of the big ones, because I think we don't do that. I, I started off the book really, and really the whole idea of the book obviously started with Genesis, just the whole rest picture, looking at how God gave us a pattern for work-rest ratio and what that should look like. You know, one of the things that really impressed me was that every time something was accomplished, you know, as high achievers, we want to get things done. Every time something was accomplished, he looked at it and declared it good. And I had just a moment of conviction for myself where I thought, you know, you've accomplished a lot in your life. Have you ever stopped to look back and declare anything good? And I hadn't. Mm -hmm. I had just been working and working Excellent. and looking Excellent. for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I never took a moment to reflect back and declare anything good. And so that's what I started doing on a regular basis when I first started this journey myself. I looked back at my, at my marriage. Yes, it had difficulties, but I declared it good. I looked at my, at my children. I declared them good. I looked at my, my career. Everything had troubles, had trials, had struggles, but I needed to be able to declare them good so that I could, so I could get the gratitude and the thankfulness that I needed in my heart to even receive anything else, wow. to even move forward. Wow. I love that. That's revolutionary. I think so, too. And you might be watching right now, and you're like, holy buckets, that's astounding. Never thought of that. And it's true. Genesis chapter 1, God said it was good. Multiple times, you know, like six times. And, and when he created man, he said it's very mm -hmm. good. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab several copies of this book, Sacred Rest. Um, is a very essential tool for us in our modern society because our modern society tends to run contrary to it. You know, work, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. And then we're just frayed and frazzled. And so... And some of you watching right now, you're just kind of afraid and frazzled. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, would guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. But as well, grab several copies of Sacred Rest. Give them away to your friends, book clubs, Sunday school group, you know, all kinds of neighbors, people in your schoolwork, small groups. Phenomenal resource to help us in maintaining that internal awareness and being agile with some of this, because I think some of it is a, there's some agility in it too, fluidity, mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of change. How do you navigate changes in life with some of this? Well, I think for most of us, we, we need to continuously be self-evaluating kind of where we're at, what's being depleted, because what's being depleted as a teen is not being depleted in the, the Middle Ages, and it's not being depleted as we go for, forward. You know, someone who has young kids at home is gonna be depleted in a different way than someone who's an empty nester. So it's, it's definitely taking a self-evaluation of where am I at, where am I being depleted, and then focusing on restoring those specific areas. And I love mm -hmm. what you mentioned about on the sixth day, God declared it very good, something that, that was revealed to me as I was writing through the, you know, writing the book and going through that whole process. I spent literally months in Genesis kind of pouring over those sections. Something that really hit me was that the sixth day we were created, God kind of gave us our mandate and what we were to do. And then what happened on the seventh day? Our first full day started with rest. Right. You know, so often I've always thought I needed to work to earn the rest. But God, did. that's not how he put it together. I'm um, to start in rest and to work from that rest. 
I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Can we work out of rest? Oh, usually we work out of wrestling, and we're going to be right back. But I want you to feel free to call in and, you know, just share maybe some special prayer needs you have where you're pushing yourself or you just feel out of it, out of sync, mentally fragmented. You know, again, we don't counsel, but we just love to pray. That's a privilege. And, of course, when you call in, get the book because you say, well, I, I saw the program, but you're not going to remember a lot of it. And plus, there's much more in the book than we have time for the program. So call in, get two or three, and stay right there. This gets better every minute. You say, can it be better? Yes, it can be better and better for you when you know the rest, the sacred rest God has with your name on it. Do you find it difficult to keep your energy, creativity, and relationships fresh and thriving? Are the never-ending demands of everyday life taking their toll on your overall happiness? If this is you, we have a resource that will help. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Sacred Rest by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. In this inspired book, Dr. Dalton-Smith shares seven types of rest, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, sensory, social, and creative. A deficiency in any one of these can have unfavorable effects on your overall health. Sacred Rest gives the weary permission to embrace rest, set boundaries, and seek sanctuary without any guilt, shame, or fear. We will also send you Marilyn's devotional, Time With Him, which offers refreshing peace and hope in His presence. And to further help renew your life, we will include Marilyn and Sarah's 5-CD teaching on Psalms, a pathway to the heart of God, along with our new Rest Scripture card. Reclaim your life, renew your energy, and restore your sanity. Call or click today to receive this life-changing offer. So glad Sandra Dalton Smith with Sacred Rest. I love this book. And other thing I want to ask a little bit about is rest in terms of male versus female, women versus men, because that's a kind of a different. There's different perspectives. So how do we navigate some of those, so to speak, gender differences? Well, they are different. And I think one thing is to, to not compare our rest to someone else. A lot of times when husband and wives will do the book together, what they'll come back with is they'll say, well, this is how he, he thinks this is rest, but I don't believe it is. And the thing is, you really can't judge someone else's rest because they don't, you can't tell what restores them. For instance, I have some gentlemen who will say that they find rest in doing repetitive type activities. One, one in particular says, well, I, you know, I, I just feel a lot better when I go out and I'm chopping wood. And, I'm, and if you think about that on the outside, 
there's nothing restful that looks like chopping wood, but he gets mental rest during mm -hmm. that time. That That's he's true. physically, he's using his yeah. body, but mentally, because of the repetition, he's able to let his mind kind of go to that quiet place. I have some that say that running, they go jogging. You're thinking, how is that restful? Well, it's restful because that repetitive activity allows the mind to go to a place where maybe they can't quiet it down any other way. And so we really can't judge rest because it does look very different from men and women. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not identical. Mm -hmm. That's really true. And, and I think, too, uh, acknowledging and making space for that with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in a marriage, because, and I think sometimes as women, we look and we'll, we'll look at our husbands, we'll be like, hey, that's not restful. And then we, we sit on the couch and watch football and we're like, hey, that's lazy. <laughs> right? I think that's a good point because, you know, we talk about, you know, how we have different love languages. I think we have, we definitely have different ways we rest. And so when you're able to appreciate how your spouse rests, then you, you know when they're drained what to offer them. You know, I think sometimes we'll have people, they, they care about you, they can see that you're getting depleted, but they don't know how to help. But if they have an understanding of what type of rest that you're becoming depleted in, what areas of your life you have a tendency to be depleted in, then they can offer something that actually will have benefit. You know, give, if it's social rest, give you a day that you hang out with your friends. Or if it's, if it's physical, set you up for a massage or something like that. Mm -hmm. You can actually pinpoint something that's going to actually be beneficial to the person. I think, too, communicating. Mm -hmm. you got to express that. You can kind of <laughs> maybe know it a little bit internally, but if you don't communicate it, and, they're like, and then you get mad at them because they don't know. And I'm like, well... Did you tell them? <laughs> exactly. I think that communication is one of the gifts of rest because when we are resting, we're more, that's part of the emotional aspect of it because you have to be willing to tell someone when something didn't work. And I think so often we're afraid to be truthful. Um, and even just in, you know, when people ask you to do things and you feel like they're kind of encroaching on your personal boundaries, you, that's not something you really want to do. We're afraid to give an honest no, so we give a reluctant yes. And so I think it's important that we, we get back to that, to be truthful, to, mm -hmm. to speak our heart and not without the fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. That is really good because I think, and I remember with my children growing up and with Sarah, you know, I would say to her, you know, uh, I, I'd like to know what's going on in your life. Well, if I start to talk, you just preach to me. So I had to learn to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's a key thing. And I think that's really in the book. And I encourage you to get the book. It will help you to listen better for where people are. Because sometimes I can judge them. Well, this is what they do. This is what they didn't do. Blah, 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 blah. But learning to listen and then asking for the Holy Spirit to show me what to say, you know, because sometimes I just want to blast them out of the tree. Well, you're so stupid. You're doing all these things and acting so stupid. So what kind of results do you expect? So learning to listen with wisdom and with faith and to listen to God for what to say. You know, you can't say the same thing to everybody. I'd like to, then I'd have it all ready. But that learning to listen is key. So I encourage you. We're not going to counsel you. We'd love to get your prayer requests and pray, but I encourage you to get the book. It will help you to listen with faith and with wisdom and what God has to say about resting in him because sometimes we want to be all the answer. We're not. That's mm -hmm. true. The other thing I like, too, is in your introduction. I thought this was super, took guts. <laughs> it took guts, but I really, really like it. And you say how to use the book. Mm -hmm. You talk about part one, 
in part two. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you break it into, and I like that, but you say in here, look, you might need to start start in part three. I give you permission. Yeah. Start in part three. Why would we do that? Well, for some people, the first part of the book, um, Why Rest, is, is a lot of the story and the scientific. It gives you the seven types of rest. It works you through it. It gives you the whole rest method about a self-evaluation. The second part, the gifts of rest, is the spiritual. And for some people, until they understand that they are worthy of rest, that they're not working to earn it, mm. they won't ever be able to kind of hit the nuts and bolts of it. And so I, I put the nuts and bolts up front because I, you know, that's kind of the meat of the book, so to speak, where kind of the theory behind it. But some people need to start with the heart of rest and really kind of get, do the heart work first before they get into the, the actual application of it. Mm -hmm. I love that because I read that and I was like, way to go. Because we all write things, you know, like, well, it's got to be one, two, sequential, right? But I thought, man, that's phenomenal. And it helped me because, again, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I read through, the, like, some of the first part. And then I was like, oh, and I love the gifts, mm -hmm. all those gifts. Why did you use the term gift? Because I feel like that's really what rest is. Rest opens up these things that we did not realize were available. And it's almost like Christmas Day, you know, the 12 days of Christmas. You sit down with rest, and I feel like each time that you do it, you're, it's like unwrapping a new gift, and you're like, oh, now I can see why I need personal boundaries. Now I can see the importance of communication. Now I can see why I need to reflect on the past. You can start seeing how all of these things are for your good, that God's just laid them out before you, but because we won't stop long enough, we don't benefit from them. Sandra, I think you're one of the best guests we've ever had. <laughs> really, because I think this relates to everybody, you know, and I think it will help you in ways maybe you'll be shocked at how you come out of this book better than when you went into it. Be sure you call in with prayer requests and be sure you get books, B-O-O-K-S. The other thing I, I liked, and I read this too, about how you stood, I think it's at your kitchen sink and looked out. There's like a pond. Yes. Out through. Tell a little bit about that because that's pretty insightful and helpful too. That, that was um, part of the reflection process. When it was late, um, late afternoon one day, and my, I was staring out at the water or staring out at the, um, where the pond's at, and this entire, I don't even know the correct term, I guess herd of deer just came in. And they were, oh, it was huge deer. We had the ones with the bulks and the does. And then there was one, uh, one baby. And so, you know, obviously my kids rushed to the window and spooked them to some degree. So all of them ran out except for the, the baby. The baby had stayed behind. And as he was peering over the water. And it was, as if, it was as if he was seeing something for the first time. As if all of a sudden it was like, wow. It was like, wow, that's me. And I thought to myself, God, you know, when I think about when we look into um, a, a calm pond, a, a restful pond, when he's leading us beside those still waters, mm -hmm. is it for us to look in so that we can look in just like that deer was looking in and see a reflection of what you see? Not a refraction where it's distorted, which is what we usually see, our distorted image of ourselves, but a reflection of what he sees. Because when we see what he sees, then we know we're worthy of rest. Because that's because we, we are created in his image. And so it was just, it, it, it really just helped me to, to, to see why 
God has made rest such an important part of our lives. We need that to be able to do everything he's called us to do, to be able to, to stay filled, to stay energized, to not lose hope when things get you know, tiring, and to, to continue to be strong. And to enjoy life. Yes, absolutely. And to enjoy life is not just a drag. We can enjoy life. And maybe you're watching the program and thinking, my life is the pits. You know, folks, we don't counsel, but call us. You feel like you've got 89,000 problems weighing on you. Let us just pray with you. And of course, when you call, get the book. Get something in your hand that will help you to continue with what you've received on the program. So I always have, honestly, three or four books I'm reading every week. And some of them are not so spiritual. They're history. I love history. And so I get into that. But this book I think you will use over and over. Because I'm going to go back and mark some things because I don't think my brain took total, total control. You know, there's a lot of things that I've underlined I'm going to go back and go through. Now, listen, it's been so wonderful to be with you. But don't forget to call us for prayer. Don't forget to get your books. Find it difficult to keep your energy, creativity, and relationships fresh and thriving? Are the never-ending demands of everyday life taking their toll on your overall happiness? If this is you, we have a resource that will help. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you Sacred Rest by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. In this inspired book, Dr. Dalton-Smith shares seven types of rest, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, sensory, social, and creative. A deficiency in any one of these can have unfavorable effects on your overall health. Sacred Rest gives the weary permission to embrace rest, set boundaries, and seek sanctuary without any guilt, shame, or fear. We will also send you Marilyn's devotional, Time With Him, which offers refreshing peace and hope in His presence. And to further help renew your life, we will include Marilyn and Sarah's five-CD teaching on Psalms, a pathway to the heart of God, along with our new Rest Scripture card. Reclaim your life, renew your energy, and restore your sanity. Call or click today to receive this life-changing offer. Sometimes we need friends to remind us to rest. So I'm going to ask Sandra if she would just pray for you about your rest, which is so important and so biblical and so spiritual. God, we just thank you for the opportunity to relax and to trust you with the process. In Isaiah 30, 12 through 15, God, you give us a picture of what it looks like to rest, to return to you to rest, mm -hmm. to be quiet and confident in who you are. And we thank you for that opportunity. But you conclude that scripture with saying, but we would have none of it. So God, we repent of those times that we thought that we had to keep pushing and striving, that we had to grind it out rather than to, to, to trust you, to trust you with the process of releasing every work that you've given us to do, to be able to turn it over to you and to rest. We thank you that you have opened up an opportunity for us to learn how to more fully go into the rest that we need. And we pray, God, that you will lead and guide us through your Holy Spirit to rest in every area of your life. The beauty of it, the rest that you give us, God, is that it does not have any limits. It's rest in every area, in every way, and at every time that we need you. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. This is so good so powerful and i really believe you received today i don't believe you just said this is for somebody else i believe you said this is for me 
because I listen to it all. I read the book and I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, you are concerned about who I am, where I am, what I'm doing, what my destiny and future is, and you have one. 